It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers and this is The Leader. Smile for the camera. The number of drivers caught speeding in London has soared by 64%. It comes after police started using new high-tech enforcement cameras. The mobile laser cam devices, which combine a speed gun and video camera, allows for the targeting of new hotspot locations. More than 443,000 offences have been recorded by the Met since last April, compared with over 270,000 in the same period the previous year. But are more Londoners actually speeding, or are they just now getting caught? Ross Lydell is the Evening Standard City Hall Editor and Transport Editor. Transport for London publishes regular figures on the number of motorists caught speeding in London. These are caught by the Metropolitan Police, not Transport for London itself. And in the most recent report to the TfL board, uh, the new TfL commissioner, Andy Lord, revealed there'd been a massive increase in the number of motorists caught by speed cameras. He said that from April last year until roughly the end of December, over a sort of nine-month period, there have been almost 450,000 offences caught on these speed cameras, which is 64% higher than the same period over the previous year. Ross, are more London drivers actually speeding then, or are they just now being caught? Well, that's a very good question, and it's, I'm afraid, one that's virtually impossible to answer. Uh, I think the reality probably is that there are simply more drivers being caught. It's probably not the case there are more drivers speeding, but what I think is certainly true is that speeding is a very real problem in London. The reason I, I suspect there are not more drivers speeding is simply because there's more cars on the roads really post-pandemic, the roads are pretty much at 100% of the amount of traffic there was before the pandemic. So if there are more cars on the road, it's slightly harder to speed in most cases because there's a car blocking your route. However, from my own experience, you know, any time I happen to, say, drive down to sort of South London through the Blackwall Tunnel, if you follow the A12 uh, sort of near from where I live, past the uh, Olympic Park and so on, and down to the Blackwall Tunnel. The speeding on that part of the road is absolutely terrifying at times. It's a road that's limited to 50 miles per hour and in places 40 and 30 miles per hour. But our call times being almost like shocked at the speed of some of the, the cars that were going past me. They must have been doing oh, easily 80 to 100 miles an hour, essentially on a bit of sort of inner city dual carriageway. 
Tell us about laser cams. What are they and how are they impacting the figures? Laser cams are essentially described as a sort of game-changing piece of technology. What this device does is essentially combine a speed gun with a video camera. And it also makes it much easier for the police to gather evidence that can be used that's up to legal standards and essentially avoids the need for an officer with a speed gun in one part of the road to then have a colleague 300 or 400 yards further up the road who then has the job of sort of pulling in the motorist who's just clocked at, say, 70 or 80 miles an hour in a, a 40 or 50 mile per hour zone. That was the old style approach where you'd have an officer standing at the side of the road with this sort of speed gun held up a bit like a hairdryer, fired or pointed at the car approaching and that would clock the speed and then he would then radio uh, his sort of chum further up the road and say, pull over that red Vauxhall Vector or whatever, it's going far too fast. What the laser cam does is gather all this evidence. It's able to tell exactly how fast the car is moving and then to gather video data of it moving at an illegal speed plus details of the number plate. And that can then essentially be processed in the back office at Scotland Yard and a penalty fine can then be issued to the motorist driving that vehicle. Some critics will say this is simply a way of them making money. But TfL doesn't actually get any money from this, does it? The the money goes to the Treasury. It goes to His Majesty's government, as it's officially known. So uh, quite a lot of income goes there. But of course, these aren't just normal drivers. These are speeding drivers. These are drivers who are driving illegally. If you follow the rules, obey the rules of their road, you do not end up with a speeding fine. Uh, It's very simple. These are drivers doing something they are not legally allowed to do. So is it a a sort of cash cow for the mayor? Certainly not. The money doesn't come to TfL or to Sadiq Khan. It goes to the government. Uh, Obviously quite a considerable amount of money, but, you know, money is needed to keep the roads up to scratch and so on and various other infrastructure things. But it's, it's not something that either TfL or Sadiq have dreamed up as a way of sort of squeezing the motorist for more money. What's the public reaction to all of this? Well, what I can tell you is that as soon as I put this story on social media last night, I have had an instant response. Probably about nine-tenths of people sort of making comments on Twitter, uh, replying to it, sharing the article, have been very supportive. It might be the case I've got sort of many cyclists and people who are interested in road safety uh, as my followers, but there seems to be a much sort of general sense that this is a good thing and also many people responding to me were saying, please, can we have these speed cameras in our area as well? And that includes people outside London. There were calls from people down in the southwest uh, of the country, people in Manchester saying, you know, Andy Burnham, the mayor of Greater Manchester, can you introduce these speed cams too? So they seem to be really quite popular. There were some people saying, ah, it's just a cash cow. You're just hitting the motorist again. But as we've already explained, this is not money that goes to the mayor of London. And in general, how bad are London roads? Well, that's quite a difficult question to answer. What is true is that there are about 4,000 people either seriously injured or killed in London each year due to road collisions. The number of deaths is in sort of low hundreds. I think from memory, it was below 100 for the most recent year. Higher speeds are much more common outside London simply because the roads are more open cars are able to go faster. So there's this direct correlation between the speed of the vehicle and the number of injuries and the danger presented both to the passengers or driver of that vehicle and, of course, crucially to pedestrians and cyclists as well. So is London more dangerous than other parts of the country? 
Possibly not. But obviously the fact is the sheer scale of the city and the number of people here means that many are still at risk. The overall aim from uh, Sadiq Khan is for there to be zero road deaths by 2041. Uh, You know, the trends are slowly moving in the right direction, but I think it's fair to say it's going to be an incredibly difficult target to hit, you know, less than 20 years to actually get the number of road deaths down to zero. It's probably as good as impossible, sadly, uh, despite the good intentions. Let's go to the ads. Stay there to hear from Jeremy Leach from the campaign group 20s Plenty for Us on what more needs to be done to improve London's roads. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Jeremy Leach is the London campaign coordinator for 20s Plenty for us. I think all this comes from a couple of things. I mean, and all of this really flows from the Mayor of London's Vision Zero Action Plan, which originally was published in 2018. And in that, I think there was a recognition of the importance of developing lots of more 20 mile an hour speed limits to slow the maximum speed of vehicles down, but also that more enforcement was needed. And back at that time, probably across the whole of London, I think, you know, around sort of 100,000 offences were being prosecuted for speeding a year. And I think there was a real recognition by, you know, the politicians and by the Met Police that drivers need to know that there was going to be much more of an emphasis on um, enforcement and making sure people complied with lower speed limits. And so the target target for 2025 is that a million offences will be will be um, prosecuted for speeding and obviously we're on quite a you know an upward trajectory towards that figure so the Met- metropolitan police is now doing a lot more to identify locations so five new laser cam uh, camp speeding cameras have been brought into operation these are much more flexible than the uh, fixed cameras that you see by the side of the road what the metropolitan police doing are asking boroughs to say where are the problem locations for speeding in their borough. They're then making assessment about whether they can enforce in that location. And then they're taking taking the mobile cameras to that location and having a programme of enforcement. So it's been much more flexible as to where people say there are problems with speeding to try and um, address that through some kind of enforcement. How dangerous are London roads now? I'm not sure we can say whether London roads are inherently dangerous. I think that the point is that speeding is such an important issue as regards the number of road casualties. So we've seen that figure in the TFL report that 48% of all fatal collisions involve an element of speeding. Speeding is a contributory factor. 
you know, I think that's the point. And I think what, I mean, the whole thing that got me started in this first, in the first place, and, you know, a decade or so ago, was reading the research from the um, London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine that where 20 mile an hour speed limits were in place and where people were traveling at no more than 20 miles an hour, there was a 42% reduction in the number of people that were seriously injured and, and killed. So it's just that realization of how important speed is. And here we have now is policies and plans and enforcement to try and get more people to comply with the speed limit. And that's it from The Leader. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.